Sincerely hope so. You know, you're not looking well in any event. Would you care for a roid or 12, maybe? Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think more medication is definitely in order. Uh, Try this. Uh, 100% natural cure. It's organic. It's gluten-free. We call it the Steinway homeopathy. Hello, friends, and welcome in to this, the 156th edition of Fusebox, pugilistically entitled Ballot Boxing. And uh, (laughs) that's what we fear we will indeed have in the uh, forthcoming days. I am your voting now but passport-ready host, Mark Rose, and uh, over there in... Obscuristan military fatigues, very lovely, is the... No, I just look tired. <laughs> is the doctor of decibels himself, Milt Keynes, everybody. Thank you kindly. You, uh, you do look a little frazzled there, Mr. Keynes. <laughs> Late night? Yeah, well, you know, uh, Marcy and I got sucked into watching this, uh, this film called uh, The Lighthouse. Oh, yeah, 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 I've heard of that. It stars um, Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. that's the one. So these two guys are assigned to this uh, lighthouse in the 1800s, and then uh, shit just goes bananas from there, man. I mean, I don't want to blow it for anyone who wants to see this thing, but holy carp, this is one hell of a ride. So it's a long film? Uh, No, why? Well, you said it was a late night. Oh, well... (laughs) Yeah, well, that's because after you see this damn thing, you immediately launch into a discussion about what the fuck did we just live through. Oh. <laughs> and, you know, about six hours later, you might have a better idea. But I but I, I really, I was... Thought-provoking t- then, huh? Oh, bro, you have to see this thing. Oh, and, and don't be uh, freaked out by the crazy aspect ratio in this thing. It's deliberate. Some folks think it's been uh, scoped or trimmed or something, but it's real. It's the real deal. They shot it that way deliberately. It looks like uh, the framing they would use on a uh, silent film, you know? It's a square box. Really? And, I, and it's in uh, uh, black and white, too, right? Yeah. Yes, must see, bro. Marcy's a fan of Pattinson, so uh, she wanted to see it. Twilight fan, is she? Uh, no, actually. Uh, she liked him in uh, Cosmopolis, a film by uh, David... David Cronenberg. Yeah. Yeah, I like that too. Uh, coincidentally, that was the first thing I ever saw him in as well, and uh, he's actually quite good in that. Lighthouse. You uh, won't soon forget it. Same guy did The Witch a few years back. Robert Eggers. I believe that's uh, the uh, director's name. Yeah. I-, I think he writes with his brother. I... Eh. 
Don't quote me, but uh, I, I have seen uh, The Witch, and uh, I, so I can only imagine what he did in... No, you can't really. <laughs> I'll take that as high praise and a uh, glowing endorsement from you, Mr. Keynes. Twelve thumbs up. Good deal. You know, it, it's, it really is. It's grand to have uh, quality entertainment available to us in these... Uh, well, frenetic times, friends, um, as we are mere days away now from the big vote. And let me say, too, as a uh, just a little behind-the-scenes programming note here, uh, we are scheduled for our next program to be released on Wednesday, November 4th, as it turns out. We even talked about delaying the show until after the dust settles. But, uh, you know, well, we just said onward through the fog and uh, stay the course. Because that's just how we roll around here. That's right. And it is indeed. It is indeed. I I suspect things will get a bit other on the uh, election cycle, but... uh, Well, if by other... You mean it starts raining landmines followed by flaming ice tornadoes filled with hatchets? Then yeah, pretty par for the course. Anyone for coffee? Thefuseboxshow.com And since we are mere days, away from Election Day, we're going to focus the show in that general direction, friends, uh, as well. This very likely will be uh, the most important election in uh, recent times, irrespective of whom you believe may be, quote, running things. The perception, the uh, optics, that's the phrase they love these days, the optics of the person in the White House uh, drives a lot of the events around the world. And uh, <laughs> speaking of driving events, you may be aware these days, uh, well, how could you not be aware, of the multiple attempts at uh, streaming live events, right? You know, be they uh, sophisticated multi-camera things uh, handled by some lofty streaming companies that no one can afford, or the more humble instances on Zoom or uh, other free or maybe even uh, nearly free streaming platforms. Well, one such instance, a live reading of the uh, classic Rob Reiner film Princess Bride with pretty much, uh, I guess, most of the original cast. Get this. It raised a historic $7.4 million through the donations from the 100,000 viewers that attended that event. It made it the largest publicly funded grassroots event performance uh, ever. And uh, this was for an organization called Act Blue that uh, is a fundraising organization for progressive candidates and ideas. Act Blue uh, so far this year has raised 3.8 billion billion for democratic-minded candidates, uh, and I want to tell you that this money filters down even to the school board races at the local levels there. So they're they're working at all. It's kind of different compared to the 
$25,000 a head super spreader fundraisers that other guy does. <laughs> Indeed. And you know what? Those gifts, why, they just keep giving. Know what I mean? <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. Man. Well, that's just what it takes these days. You got to get clever and reinvent shit. Stop whining and start winning. That is very, very true, Mr. Keynes. Oh, and also, not to be intimidated by Orange Guy's voting militia, which he encourages to uh, police the polls. Yeah, how does that work exactly? <laughs> These morons can't get into the polling place and just stand around and watch people. There are designated volunteers who are there to help folks, you know, in case they have problems or something. As a matter of fact, it's illegal. It's called voter intimidation, and uh, frankly, if his minions think it's going to be a mob rule at the polling place, then they may be in for a surprise, as they are uh, quietly escorted to uh, examine the walls of a cell for a while. I swear, man, it, it looks like the kind of tactics we see in a dictatorship in some banana republic somewhere. Sadly, yes. This will no doubt be a mess with the... Uh, the, the uh, governor of Michigan, just the other day, being involved in a uh, foiled attempt to kidnap her by a bunch of uh, camo-clad nut jobs. Some of the same folks, by the way, who stormed the Capitol there in Michigan uh, a few months back. Okay, these so-called militias are just fucking illegal, okay? It's really clear. Unless you're appointed by the president or governor, like the National Guard, for instance... These folks marching around carrying assault rifles are, in effect, nothing more than an armed mob. Yeah, it's not the way they see it, of course. Of course, the other thing is, most of these folks would never be able to pass the physical demands of a true military operation. Or the mental requirements, for sure. Yeah, you may have a point there, Mr. Keynes. They do love to posture, though. Bottom line here is that uh, things will undoubtedly get weird on Election Day, so uh, be aware, friends. And if you can, as we do here and have for uh, decades in the fine state of Oregon here, vote by mail. Regardless what the Cheeto-colored man in the White House says, it's not unsafe to do so. Well, it's very unsafe for him. Yes. Well, speaking of lying liars that lie, here for your... Uh, Listening pleasure and delight is another wonderful installment of one of my favorite series, Problem Man, written by our partner in audio crime over there, Jeff Pollard, featuring our buddy Bruce Miles in this one. And uh, this particular uh, outing is called Dr. No, K-N-O-W. See what we did there? Uh, no. Another edition of Problem Man. Good morning, Mr. Peters. So, uh, how are we feeling today, huh? How are we feeling? 
How are we feeling? I'll tell you how we're feeling, Doc. We're feeling fine. But look at my head. Hmm. I see. Uh, I see. Do you, Doc? Do you see? Do you see that my head has shrunk to the size of a russet potato? Interesting. Interesting? Look at me, Doc. I'm a pinhead. And I, I, I sound like a cartoon chipmunk. <laughs> you, you, you do sound adorable. Fix it. Fix it, Doc. I can't wear hats anymore. My wife won't have relations with me. My kids, they just point and laugh. Even the dog won't have anything to do with me, Doc. Well, Mr. Peters, I, I have seen this before. Uh, tell me, do you watch Fox News? Of course. Fox News, it's fair and balanced. Uh, 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 sure. Hey, this isn't funny, Doc. Uh, uh, right, uh, uh, of course. Uh, Mr. Peters, are you a Republican by any chance? Yeah. But what does that have to do with... Ah, and uh, you voted for Donald Trump, I presume. Listen, we had to drain the swamp, Doc. Benghazi. Hillary's emails. The the call was perfect. Bigley. Kafifi. Burisma. Burisma! Mr. Peters, I I think I know what the problem is. Ukraine corruption! Stand back, but stand by. Benghazi! Benghazi! Mr. Peters, you suffer from ignoramus maxima syndrome otherwise known as Fox News Flu. Witch hunt! Hoax! Hoax! Kofi-fi-fi-fi-fi-fi! Benghazi! Drain the- Oh, okay. Uh, I'm writing you a prescription to watch CNN News twice daily for two months. And you absolutely have to quit watching Fox News if we're to hope for a full recovery. Drain the swamp! Make America great again! Yeah, Benghazi! Benghazi! Oh, Benghazi! Oh, dear. Make America great again! Benghazi! Here it comes. Make America great again. Investigate the Bidens. Everybody, investigate the Bidens. He's going to blow. Swamp hoax. Swamp hoax. Swamp hoax. Swamp hoax. Oh, dear. Uh, nurse, uh, next patient, please. Oh, and uh, we'll need a mop and a bucket in exam room four. I mean, just have their damn heads explode from all the batshit crazy stuff passing as news over there at Fox. Be a lot of mopping, you know? Lots of mopping and buckets and and then those little squishy things that get under your shoes that are kind of, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, I gotta say, with all the uh, prairie chicken puff-upness concerning the... Uh, outside threats to this election from uh, Russia or uh, whoever else you'd like to throw in there. Seems to me <laughs> that the, the tampering is coming from a lot closer to home. Our own government. Well, now you got that idiot in Texas, the governor, trying to remove ballot boxes to make it more difficult to reach them. You know, so, some folks were going to have to drive like an hour each way to get to one. Well, Mr. Keynes? They hit him with the stark fist of removal. Yeah, well, then I, uh, I think it was one of the Carolinas 
they require a witness to sign the ballot if you're doing absentee voting or uh, mail-in voting. Yeah, 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 correct there. Uh, However, they are not alone, as it turns out. Alabama, Mississippi, North Carolina, too, and but also Wisconsin. All those states uh, require that a witness be uh, accounted for on the uh, ballots. I'm seeing a trend. Well, at least in some geographic areas, it seems to be a thing. Now, in fairness, um, Alaska has one, too. And uh, not sure uh, if they still wish to insist on that for this particular election, but... Uh, oh, oh, and let's let's not forget our dear buddy Louis DeJoy, our postmaster general and tail end of the presidentipede, who attempted to derail the process at the front end by taking mail sorters offline, canceling overtime, and a host of other uh, offenses that will surely find him answering yet again. Even more questions later in a nice, cozy courtroom. Yeah, there's plenty of crap coming from right here to try to control results. At least there are eyes on this thing now. Billions of them, I'd speculate. All over the world. I'll tell you, too, uh, these uh, recent rallies masquerading as a presidential address or some such thing, with him out on the balcony there of the White House, you know, it just feels really creepy. It just—it feels like some kind of Mussolini proclamation event, or maybe like uh, some of his uh, dictator buddies around the world. What the hell was that horse shit address he did the other day? It looked like a a bad infomercial for uh, second mortgages or something. Oh, uh, the one where he told folks not to let the viri dominate their lives. Yeah, tell that to the two hundred thousand dead people. Hey. Don't let this dead thing dominate you. You know, get up and vote for me, you loser. Exactly. Uh, He made a remark, too, that the, uh, quote, flu, he's fond of calling it a flu, uh, a vain attempt at uh, minimizing the severity of this thing. He said that the flu kills 100,000 people and they didn't shut the country down. Well, wrong twice. The flu, as he calls it, hasn't killed 100,000 people in over half a century. And yes, but also, the 1918 Spanish flu did, in fact, shut everything down. They were staring at 675,000 deaths, and a good amount of that happened in the uh, second wave, as they call it. Uh, Perhaps if he wants to uh, argue statistics, then... uh, Maybe uh, automobile fatalities would be more logical. Uh, 1.3 million deaths worldwide uh, each year. Worldwide deaths to the vid in the first seven months, over 1 million. Well, then, we just rest our cases. The stuff is bad, and it's uh, no hoax. Now, I'm going to confess here. Uh Uh-oh. Well... When I heard that 30-some-odd people had tested positive during that Rose Garden announcement of uh, the new Supreme Court justice, that uh, cult queen Barrett, yeah, I gotta say, I laughed out loud. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> well, <laughs> the irony is not lost on us, Mr. Keynes. Irony, hell. That was just gut-busting hilarious. I mean, just seeing all those idiots in one place, maskless, hugging one another, and all squashed together in there. I mean, that's the picture you have in the COVID-19 prevention manual on what not to do. Clearly. Thing is, just because you test positive that morning doesn't mean the crap isn't already whipping around in you. They're tests just aren't that sensitive at this particular moment. It's, uh, it's waiting for a bodily response to uh, verify its presence in there. But by that time, you're on the Virai Express to COVID Central. Toot, toot. Yeah. Well, uh, to not leave it in that place of paranoia, the place we seem to live in by default this year, friends, here's a uh, cheery little piece <laughs> to end on. Uh, submitted to us by a frequent collaborator on Fusebox, Jody Lorimer, and this will uh, definitely wet your whistle. Especially if you're whistling for the big guy with the horns and that pitchfork thing. Yeah. Here's a sip of satanic teas. The comfy world of tea has been traditionally the province of lace doilies, buttered scones... Sweet old ladies, pure-spirited Zen gurus, and health-bent gourmands. Curling up with a cozy-covered floral teapot and an enthralling murder mystery, nibbling a lavender scone as the rain patters outside on the moors and meadows, has been burned into consciousness through the civility of countless British masterpiece programs. Well, no more. Canadian company, Pitch Black North, is catapulting tea into the satanic embrace of golf. Dominic Avernaz has created a sustainably sourced loose-leaf tea company adhering to satanic values that have been a part of our core beliefs. Tea for the rest of us. We are challenged to look from a different perspective and express yourself. Promoted by the British goth black metal band Cradle of Filth and advertised as a purveyor of fine teas brought to you in delightful, sinister fashion. The blends have names like Ominous Blood Vomit, a bloodbath beet latte, Satan's Slumber, Throat of Lucifer, and, for the fall season, Antichrist Pumpkin Spice. Cradle of Filth was convinced of Mr. Albernaz's vision by his malty English breakfast blend and a charming vanilla blueberry mix of black teas from Kenya, India, and Sri Lanka. Avid tea drinker and band vocalist Danny Filth commented, After a long night of bloodletting and virgin defilement, what better way to perk up one's morning, your dusk, than a really good brew? Mr. Avernaz is dedicated to getting people interested in tea who normally wouldn't consider it, given its reputation as something of a socially effete beverage reserved for the, well, reserved. His marketing includes, as he says, pouring beet tea lattes all over myself like blood, and we're all half-naked with teacups. The vampire vibe sells. Other boutique tea companies are likewise mothballing their Victorian doilies and busting out of stuffy tea rooms. Brutality's, 
a New Jersey horror-themed store, is hawking Chai Put a Spell on You and Apricot for Destruction, while Philadelphia vinyl purveyor Tea Guy has created Haunted Breakfast and Invasion of the Red Pandas. Now, you can, without judgment, invite Satan and his demonic minions into your life, attracted by a steel Lilith or Lucifer sigil tea ball, and serve them a nice cuppa, a real conversation starter. What will you talk about? Cheers. Yeah, I, that, that would probably be really big out here. Yeah, I was going to say, man, you, you won't be able to keep that stuff on the shelves out here, bro. Yeah, just another edition of bedeviled beverages, friends. Thanks to uh, Jody for that one. It was uh, fun as hell to play around with that piece. Saw what you did there. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> as this is coming up to the uh, Halloween celebrations, but like everything else these days, I'm... Uh, Sure, that too. We'll have to be quite creative this year. It's been rather eclipsed by all the other sturm and dram out there lately. Yeah, it's tough on kids, for sure. Yeah, it's really not going to be one of those fun years to remember for them. For most of us, actually. (laughs) But, be that as it may, we'll call that a show, friends, and... Take our hanging chads and missing mail sorting devices and uh, slither back under the refrigerator, but not before thanking our brave and most likely delirious from cabin fever contributor. Jody Lorimer, Bruce Miles, and Jeff Pollard for making this a much more fecund audio experience for us all. Thanks as well to the dial-twiddling excellence of the... uh, Maestro of Meters over there, Milt Keynes, for technical assistance. Pleasure as always. And remember, folks, get out there and vote. By foot, by bus, by horse and buggy, and or by mail. We're all depending on us. Yes, we certainly am. I wholeheartedly second that motion. Do it any way you can. Just do it. Remember... It's a right and uh, not a privilege, as some might have you believe. There is no approval, no certification, no validation required to place your vote. It's your right. Now, uh, go get them. And uh, as always, please, if you have not otherwise done so, go ahead and uh, subscribe to this humble audio program, wherever you might have found it, be it Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, even the new And slightly amazing Amazon Podcasts, also uh, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or the very Onsug uh, themselves at O-N-S-U-G dot com. We so very much appreciate that. And you as well. I have been your still waiting for the great pumpkin host, Mark Rowe, saying until our next cartoon. Thank you.